Welcome to another episode of the Akiyama Brothers Song to Screen podcast. In this episode, Landon is missing his podcasting other half as Mark prepares for the new musical he's playing in, Legally Blonde. Today, Ant-Man and the Wasp take the screen and Landon talks about its new themes. Well, hello folks. Looks like it's just me, Landon, today. Um, we're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp and Christoph Beck's new themes that he developed for this New movie in the MCU universe, Marvel Comics universe. First off, though, let's talk about where Mark is. Well, technically, he is at rehearsal right now as I'm recording this. Uh, he's rehearsing for this new musical he's in called Legally Blonde uh, at the New Village Arts Theater in Carlsbad, San Diego. But actually, I had the opportunity in high school to be in Legally Blonde as a cast member and uh, they chose me well I tried out and they chose me to be the UPS guy who never really had a name he was just called the UPS guy in all the scripts and everything so and I had like two lines I would walk on stage and I would say I've got a package so that was really it that was the only thing that I did anyway today we are going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp and the composer Christoph Beck. So I went to go see this movie at The Lot in La Jolla in California. And I I just wanted to point something out. I, this may seem kind of nitpicky, a little small. But I want to preface this by this is a large part of movie theaters. And if you can get this part right, the whole movie experience becomes that much better. So when you... As a customer, walk into a movie theater, when you pick the movie you see, what's the one thing that you really want to get? What's one of the things that brings you to a movie theater? Well, it's the food and beverages, right? And what's the hallmark food item at a movie theater? Yes, popcorn. Not just any popcorn. It's like movie theater butter popcorn. But what... If you want to elevate the experience, what's one thing that you can do with that popcorn? Well, the lot, hats off to them. They have four kinds of popcorn, but I might have to take off a few points for this because they don't have any kettle corn. There's absolutely no kettle corn. Of the four pieces, like, kinds of popcorn that they offer, there's absolutely no kettle corn. I don't know. One of the ones was butter, of course. Another one was caramel or caramel, whichever one you prefer. And then a few other ones that are, I don't remember because they're simply not memorable, unlike Kettle Corn. But needless to say, The Lot is one of the best theaters here in California. It's got like those nice big reclinable seats, um, food service. You can press a little button and a waiter or waitress will come take your order. I actually had edamame while I was watching the movie. Uh, so it's that classy. They It's a movie theater that serves edamame, but... Obviously, they're not classy enough for kettle corn. Anyway, I really enjoyed my experience. The speakers don't quite match the Dolby Atmos. It's it's some sort of surround sound that they have around, but it's not not quite Dolby Atmos. And and it, you can you can tell because the bangs are more boomy and less clear. Um, and this is a movie that has a bunch of bangs. It's kind of bang bang. Um, really action-oriented, and a little bit of that kind of gets muddied up in some of these systems, um, but the lot, it's got 
a lot better equipment and it's more of a better experience than you would get from any other average Joe theater. Um, sadly, it wasn't at Arclight, my go-to La Jolla theater. Um, so I ended up going to the lot. I couldn't complain except about the popcorn, the popcorn situation, which I'm probably making more of a deal than it should be. <laughs> so, um, I'll stop. I'll stop there. Anyway, Let's talk about Christoph Beck. Well, let's see. He is an award-winning composer. He's done a bunch of stuff. He's no stranger to the MCU, but first of all, he did Pink Panther, Pink Panther 2, also Paperman, which is a Disney short, and he's also done Disney's Frozen, so he was a composer for that. And then on top of that, um, he did movies with the MCU. Uh, He worked on Elektra a single song for The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and also Avengers Age of Ultron. So he's no stranger to writing for a variety of of palettes. Um, so you know, also, one of the cool things about this Ant-Man and Wasp uh, whole score is that it's it's kind of got, you know, a heist feel to it, kind of a jazzy thing like, like uh, what Incredibles has, um, kind of spy-esque, more heist, heist, um, oriented that that kind of feel and that probably comes from his pink panther background working on that project and the second one so he also did ant-man in 2015 uh, which where they also in the in that movie they teased adding the wasp in later and finally we have the wasp she has a huge role in this new ant-man film so that's why it's donned ant-man and the wasp 2018. Um, it's really a great story, mostly about the wasp and her relationship with her mom. Um, so without spoiling too much, I just wanted to talk about two of the themes. First of all, we have a new theme for the wasp character since she wasn't present in any of the MCU movies, uh, and certainly not Ant-Man, but she was a little bit teased. The idea was teased. And so Christoph took to social media, Twitter, and he previewed the Wasp's theme. So here's a little clip of how it sounds. Yeah, so that's the Wasp theme, and I'm pretty sure this time signature is in 5-4. That's what gives its its forward momentum drive. If it's, uh, it's it's not quite, you know, settled in in a in a normal signature like 4-4, four, four, so it it doesn't quite feel, um, it it's not quite a calm pace. Let's say so. 
it has a lot of forward momentum and that 5-4 rhythm or that 5-4 time signature gives it gives it that that almost your that forward drive where you keep running and running and running and that kind of fits her character because she's a little bit more intense than Ant-Man. You know, Ant-Man's like this comedic guy and the Wasp is more, you know, let's get down to business and get stuff done. And also when I'm listening to this it kind of sounds like uh like a surf rider kind of thing like on guitar. Uh, let's see how that sounds. Yeah, so usually when it's in that kind of feel, it to me it feels like I'm tripping over my own feet. Um, that might be because I'm not very good at playing 5-4, but it's also, you know, like like... Your center of gravity is almost off, and it's leaning forward. Um, it's creating that that continuous drive, and also something that really helps with that are drums. This is this might be one of the only Marvel themes for a character that we have a drum set playing, um, like actual like right. Now I actually really wish I had Mark. On this on this episode because he is the percussionist. He's played drum set uh, while we used to be in our uh, band in high school, middle school. Um, we called it West of I Five. But anyway, the next theme that I want to talk about is the theme for Ghost, um, which is she's the character who can't control her phasing or her molecules are imbalanced in some Marvel way that only makes sense in the comic book universe. Uh, but maybe there is some science behind that. I don't know. Quantum physics is a little over my head as a musician. I mean, I was always kind of good at math, but not that good. Not enough. Not good enough for quantum physics, that's for sure. Anyway, this villain, so to speak, who's not, in my opinion, she wasn't so much as a villain. Um, she was more of like a misguided antagonist who seems like she wants something totally different from our main characters, but, you know, it's something that we can still humanize. Like, she's trying to balance herself out, you know, um, and kind of stop her phasing. And, you know, one of the things that I thought that I expected, I guess, to hear was um, a lot of phasing in and out, maybe, or phasing in the right and left channels, or maybe even some tremolo, because there's some parts of tremolo that really make it sound... Um, uneasy and some like 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 the uh, the music is fading in and out, um, and tremolo is like a like a wah 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 wah, not vibrato. If you were playing guitar and you were to raise and lower the volume knob really quickly, that's kind of one way of kind of doing it. But for guitar, I was thinking more of the synthetic tremolo that electric guitarists use. I expected to hear a little bit more or something similar to that in the score, which I kind of feel like I didn't get. Um, and that might be a cliche because it's some sort, it's a type of phasing and the character is tro- having 
trouble with her own phasing. So that might be a cliche or something cheesy to put in. Um, that might just be me. Um, but Mark might have something more to say on that. But anyway, that's what I thought I wanted to feel a little bit more of, at least for the theme for the villain ghost. Um, but anyway, Christoph Beck, I think he did a really great job with his score. And unlike other MCU movies, this score really lends itself to building up the story and and helping us feel more as an audience, something that kind of gets lost in some of these other heroic, um, super triumphant movies. Like Ant-Man, you know, sure, he might... He might be one of the smallest, no pun intended, but one of the smallest characters uh, in the MCU and especially in Avengers. But he's something that we can kind of poke fun at because he is a fun character. And his his whole story is light, funny. They make it a point to make the audience laugh in the film. And to make a film and to legitimize that kind of film, you, you really need the score. And this kind of, the score helps us feel a little bit more heavy and adds to the drama of it and Christoph Beck did a really great job and while keeping it lighthearted and having kind of a, a I really like his spy-esque heist-like feel that he got with his with this Ant-Man and the Ant-Man and the Wasp movies I'm looking forward to hearing more from him later anyway that wraps up the podcast for today this is Landon I hope you enjoy listening to me just me this time next time we will have Mark for sure Fingers crossed. But if you want to hear more from us, you can check out our previous podcasts up on akiyamamusic.com slash podcasts, or you can go to iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts and go check us out. You can also find Mark and I on Instagram at just, you know, Mark Akiyama or Landon Akiyama. Just type in our names. You should be able to find us easy peasy, zippity zap, something like that. And if you want to review the podcast, please do that on iTunes Podcasts. And you can always shoot us some, some messages. Just go over to akiyamamusic.com slash contact, and you'll be able to send us a direct email. We always read that, and we try to respond to you guys as much as possible. We really like getting the feedback and hearing what you guys think. And, you know, if there's anything you want us to cover, please let us know. And thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. 